Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources on a Friday. It's great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we continue our conversations today, uh, it was interesting a, a statement made by President Biden uh, on Wednesday this week at the World Trade Organization uh, talking about his support behind the intellectual property waivers for vaccine, uh, coronavirus vaccine uh, patents. Uh, which may sound like a really wonky, crazy thing, but we're going to break it down for you. And in order to break that down, uh, we are very excited to have uh, behind the mic today, uh, Kelly Pierce. Kelly Pierce recently, this week, this week. was announced as a winner of a regional Edward R. Murrow Award for Large Radio Market for the series A Costly Cure, uh, what she did with uh, KSL News Radio's John Wojcik. Uh, so a great piece. Of, congratulations. That's a that's a big deal. And uh, thanks for joining us in studio today. Thank you very much. I love this walk-up music. <laughs> <laughs> we, thought you'd, we thought you'd appreciate the walk-up music. It was a great win and some really great wins uh, for KSL News Radio and KSL TV as well. Some uh, Just some fantastic journalism happening there and the uh, the Edward R. Murray Award are, are very significant. And uh, we also have to give a big thanks uh, to Kelly Pierce. Uh, many of you have listened to her voice and her stories and reporting at KSL. And when we went to the expanded Inside Edition, uh, Inside Sources, that uh, Kelly, in either a moment of weakness or madness, uh, agreed <laughs> to be the producer. She makes me smarter. She makes the show better every single day. And uh, anyway, thanks for joining us, Kelly. And thanks so much, Boyd. Let's let's get into this. Uh, so the president's saying, "Okay, uh, we're gonna we're okay to waive all the patent stuff." Uh, so what is, what does that mean? So he says he supports a patent waiver for COVID vaccines and therapies. So this is kind of a fancy way of saying anyone anywhere in the world can manufacture these vaccines and medications without having to pay royalties to the people who develop them. Yeah. And so uh, while we understand this is always my worry is the emergency, the emergency stuff becomes just the stuff. The emergency measure just becomes the measure. Uh, And so for obviously uh, during a pandemic saying, okay. Yeah, big big businesses should waive, you know, those regular royalties and let's just open this up so everybody can get the vaccine. India, of course, is in crisis at the moment. Uh, but what is the to me, it seems like a short hop uh, to everything being a crisis and businesses losing. Uh, we already have a lot of problems with patent enforcement around the world. Absolutely. And did we actually need this solution? Because we kind of already had it. We had been manufacturing here in the United States the AstraZeneca vaccine. Even though it's not approved here, we are manufacturing it and sending it overseas. However, we had sat on a stockpile that India wanted really badly, especially as the cases started to spike. And we wouldn't release it until we got really, really bad press. Mm. So we already had a solution there and I don't know why we're going to this solution in quotation marks. Yeah, and it's uh, it's, it's one that makes me a little bit nervous. Again, I think everybody's willing to chip in and help in a, in a crisis. Uh, but when the when the crisis power becomes the power, 
that always makes me nervous. So let's tie this back into uh, the the series that you did uh, that, again, won this great uh, Edward R. Murray Award uh, because you were really talking about the cost of all of this stuff, and that does tie into these patents. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the patent process in the United States is absolutely abused, and we showed that in our piece. Basically, what people who didn't hear it need to know is that um, – Drug companies have been taking over all of these old patents, right, for drugs that they did not develop at all. And so once they do, all the generics are taken off the market and the price you pay at the counter goes up because, you know, they have that monopoly. This statistic was really crazy. 75% of new drug patents granted every year are not for new drugs. They're for existing ones. Wow. So 75, okay, so this is an important distinction for us here as we break this down. Uh, So when we think about a a new drug, uh, usually the case is made, okay, well, this company has invested, you know, millions and hundreds of millions of dollars to develop this. Usually a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, and so they've uh, they've really invested. So, of course, they're going to have a patent. So that's how they're going to make their money back. What you're saying is many of the new patents are really just companies buying up old patents and then declaring them to be new. So they haven't invested a boatload of money in this. Not at all. Uh, so what they'll do is they'll just take maybe do a new scientific study or take one little piece of data, change it, send it to the FDA. The FDA just tends to approve everything. And, of course, whenever there's a monopoly, the prices go up. This is basic (laughs) economics, right? And this is why our drug prices are so high in the United States. Wow. So what's what's the path forward uh, on that? That, I think, seems to me like there should be some sort of – if you're reacquiring something or you're just making, you know, a – nominal change to something that shouldn't uh, cause all of the generics to have to go off the market and, again, those monopolies be put back in play. Well, it has to be a one-and-done thing, right? Yeah. If you develop it and you have that patent, you can have it for a certain period of time, you know, get back what you invested in it, make a little bit of profit as well. But then, you know what? It's generic. It should be open. Yeah. It shouldn't. Another company, your competitor, shouldn't be taking it over yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. It has to be one-and-done. But Congress needs to fix this. They're the only people who can. They're supposed to have oversight of the FDA they're falling down on the job. Yeah, as as with so many of the problems we've been talking about this week, uh, when Congress fails to do its job, uh, stuff gets done either by the executive branch or in some agency within the executive branch, and that's usually where we end up in trouble. Uh, Kelly, I wanted to ask you just so let's bring this thing full circle now. So now let's talk about uh, obviously there's been these huge investments, record time. We've moved things through in terms of these vaccines. So how big a deal is this, what the president is saying uh, in terms of hey, let's just let's just waive the patent rights and let's just let everybody manufacture uh, these vaccines anywhere in the world, no cost, no royalty, no nothing. Well, a lot of people go, well, what's the big deal? I hate the drug companies with what they're doing, <laughs> right? You know, and I'm certainly not a fan. However, okay, let's think about this. Actually, what this means, right? If you pull the rug out from a business, that is less incentive for them to go into the market again. So probably, if this ever happened long term. The amount of drugs and therapies that are on the market, vaccines, would probably slow down pretty much yeah. uh, to a trickle because people will be worried about getting their money back. And at the end of the day, you know, these companies that developed it, they do deserve to get their money back. They do deserve to make a profit. You know, they went out and they did this stuff. However, um, if you sometimes the cure is worse than than the disease. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With so many things relating to regulation, yeah. the, the cure is often worse than the disease. There are, there are ways around it, though. Yeah. I think we, we saw, and even here in Utah, we have this um, 
company called Civica RX. It's really kind of out of Inner Mountain, and they're really developing these mm. drugs for hospitals. And they're just you know taking generic drugs. They're just developing for hospitals at very low prices. So they're really undercutting that. They're using the free market mm. to undercut the drug companies and you know provide these services that we desperately need. Yeah, fantastic, great insight as always uh, from Kelly Pierce uh, again from KSL News Radio. She is our producer here for Inside Sources. Uh, great storyteller, uh, master of uh, delivering the story uh, and uh, very deserving of a regional Edward R. Murray Award. Uh, thanks for popping in the studio this uh, this time today. Thanks, Boyd. <laughs> All right. Again, that's Kelly Pierce. We're thrilled to have her as part of the Inside Sources team uh, and her ability to find the news and frame the news uh, really makes a difference for us on the, on the show. Uh, and so as we look at this, again, coming full circle, talking about what uh, President Biden has hinted at in terms of the waiving of those patents, the the royalties on those patents, which would allow anybody anywhere to be able to manufacture the vaccine. So whether that's a company in India or Brazil or anywhere else. uh, And again, I think everyone says, okay, this is this is a pandemic. This is a once in a hundred year thing. Uh, Everybody's on board. Everybody's in. Uh, But we have to be careful. We've been talking about this all week when emergency powers become powers and whether that's powers to say, nope, there's no uh, no patents uh, globally on on this particular thing or whether it's uh, declaring uh, that we're going to have a a cleanup police uh, to prevent harm uh, on Facebook and the Internet. Uh, There's a host of things that it's so easy. It is so easy and such a slippery slope. Uh, that we have to be, we have to keep our eyes open as citizens to make sure we're not letting the exception become the rule. We're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, it is time for commencement season, graduation season. The University of Utah got it off to a big, raucous start with an interesting pairing. Donovan Mitchell and President Russell M. Nelson from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hear what they had to say to you students that graduated yesterday right here on Inside Sources. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.